Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world. So here we are. I'm back after a week break last week because, well, was it a two-week break now that I'm thinking about it? Because we had Thanksgiving in there. Um, And then we had a break because we were without power. And um, we had a snow and an ice storm last week. And it wasn't too big of a deal. You know, the snow was maybe five, six inches. I mean, it was a significant amount, but nothing like we haven't seen around here where I live. However, we had ice first. It put down this huge layer of ice before the snow. And with that brought down trees and power lines and of course our power. And so we were without power for several days. And then once we got the power back, we were still without internet for several days. So after that, so the podcast had to get put on hold, but that's okay, right? That's God's timing. In fact, I asked everybody last week, if you follow me over on my Facebook page for Simply Living for Him or on Instagram, um, you know, I had my, I had my phone. I was able to access the internet through my phone, but not through my computer or anything like that. Um, so I, I was able to add a quick little Instagram post here and there. Um, but I learned some lessons in the dark. You might want to go check that out. And then I also had posted last week, you know, I can't put the podcast up, but I asked you all to do me a favor. I said, would you use the time that you normally would listening to my podcast episode to getting God's word? And you know what? I hope that you guys out there took me up on that challenge um, because really his word is all that matters. I mean, I'm glad that you enjoy listening to the podcast. I hope that I encourage you in some way. I hope that I point you to Jesus most of all. But ultimately, I want you in his word. And this has really become so much more of a passion to me in the last few years, but even more so just in the last few weeks, um, really wanting to um, encourage you out there to get in the word and to really live our life with God at the center, operating out of a posture, out of operating out of the spirit and not out of the flesh. And what I mean by that is, and you know, I'm talking to myself here. So many times, um, we kind of want what we want for our lives. We pray about what we want. You know, we make plans. We think about the future. We have different things going on in our life, and we pray and pray and pray for all those things. And we really have the motive when we're praying that, you know, we want it to turn out our way. And I've just been so convicted lately that um, we need to be praying more for God's will. And, you know, thy will be done. And so I really um, feel lately so much more that I want women in the word. Like, I mean... We cannot live this life operating out of our own wisdom, that's for sure. And I, the more I read the Bible, the more I fall in love with his word. When I read the Bible, I am just like on fire. Like, I don't worry. My anxiety is just gone. I don't try to play over every scenario in my mind about what's going to happen in the future. I just... I'm so excited that God is in control. And truly, that's how I feel sometimes. I'm like... 
this life, you know, this is about so much more than me. It's not even about me. This life is about God and my little part in his plan, not my plan. So I've been thinking about all these things lately. And, um, you know, that's why I asked everybody last week, spend the time in the word. That's really where it's at. And so I hope you guys did that. And that leads me to tell you that, um, you know, this week has been super difficult for me. I've had moments, okay, I posted about it today on Instagram because I like to just share these things and be real. I didn't want to get out of bed this morning. I woke up with complete overwhelm and I got a lot going on right now, all different things. I'll tell you about some of them in a minute, but it just felt too hard in that moment. I just, I didn't want to get out of bed. Um, and I prayed and I was like, Lord, I don't want to do this again. I don't want to worry. I don't want to turn over every detail in my mind. Lord, please take over. And I laid in my bed for a while. And I just prayed and prayed. And you know what started to happen? I started, like the fog started to lift. And I, I started to be, I just started to tackle one thing at a time of the things that were kind of overwhelming me. I got up. I just, I started to tackle them and it, it didn't feel overwhelmingly hard to get out of bed. And thank you, Lord, for that. And then to sort of, sort of just start tackling the things that were going on. Um, and one by one, I started to tackle them and I just started to get that fire, right? Like I talked about when you're like, all right, Lord, you are in control. And then I was in the shower. I'll tell you this funny story. I was in the shower and I, I've told many people, you know, when I speak, I talk about this. I've written about it. I've probably talked about it on the podcast, I'm sure. I like to do this thing when I pray called palms up. And I open my hands, literally. And I, I, I pray and I open my hands and I just say, Lord, I am not in control. You are. And it's this act of opening my hands where I really feel like, um, for me, I can cling so tightly to what I want. So when I open my hands and I really lift, I lift my arms up over my head with my palms up. So not arms over my head, like worship arms up, like with your palms facing up. And and that posture actually causes me to literally release everything. Like it just feels like I'm just letting go. And I, I've, I said to the Lord, standing there in the shower, my palms up, Lord, I'm just releasing all these things to you that are heavy and burdensome and I'm worried about and I don't know how they're going to turn out and I'm just feeling so overwhelmed. I just want to be in your will. And I just literally, literally felt a weight lifted off of me and like, yes, yes, Lord, you did it. Like I laid there in bed in my flesh, not wanting to get up, not wanting to deal with everything. And here I was up tackling the day, palms up, and I felt it. I felt free. I felt like I truly released it all and really, really felt like no matter what happens, Lord, I'm I'm good. As long as I'm in your will, I don't care of the outcome. See, as humans, we care so much of the outcome, of course, right? That's what that's how we live our life. What about the outcome? And I was just like, Lord, no matter what, as long as I'm in your will. 
And then I thought to myself, I'm doing a uh, Simply Living for Him women's event in February locally to where I live. It's actually going to be at my church. I'm so excited. My church, Women's Ministry, invited me to come and put on a Simply Living for Him event for women. We're going to do a day event um, Saturday, February 22nd. So if you are local, mark that down now if you'd like to come. Um, So I was thinking as I stood there in the shower with my palms up, I was thinking, Lord, you know, when I go to that event, I'm going to I'm going to have women do this, you know, like pray with your palms up. I think it's powerful. And and so I'm thinking about this event and I'm just I'm just like feeling good. Like, Lord, you're working. You're giving me just what I need to um, get past where I was, my flesh laying in that bed. And so I stepped out of that shower and I'm feeling all fiery. Right. Literally, as I stepped out of that shower step my foot onto the floor, I had a huge thought, negative thought, bombard me. I don't know where it came from. It's just like literally like, <gasps> and I thought, my goodness, get out of here, Satan. Do you really think like you're playing hardball because I'm over here all fired up and you really think that you're going to throw this negative thought at me? And you're going to win right now? And for a split second, I thought he might. And then I thought, guess what? I'm going to use this story at my event. (laughs) I'm going to use this story. I'm using it now on the podcast. But really, I was like, you know what? I realize that so many arrows that are being flung at me this week and shot right directly at my soul, I know why it is. I'm writing the Simply Living for Him devotional. Well, it's written. And so it's done. I'm just so excited about it. The devotional is not, it's not meant to be like my thoughts on verses and my fluffy encouragement for your day. The devotional is a little bit different. It's really meant for you to get in the word. This is my passion right now. Women need to be in the Word. So we have the verses, 100 devotionals. So each verse for each devotional comes first. And then there's space in there for you to journal, to get in the Word. And then you turn your page and you read what I have to say. Because I want you to read what God has to say. I don't want you to skip over that part. I want you to read what God has to say. I want you to spend time in the Word and then flip the page and read my little encouragement about it. So this this devotional means so much to me to get women in the word. And so I thought, I know that's why the arrows are coming at me because Satan hates the truth and I'm going to do nothing but spread the truth. That is my mission in life. And so I realize without operating out of the spirit and operating out of surrender, if I am operating in my flesh right now, I am telling you I will be a humble, a crumbled heap on the floor because publishing a book is not easy. Pretty much everything we've done comes back with a glitch, right? Steve and I were just, I was up last night, I mean, hours editing. You think you have it all done and then something else goes wrong and there's always something, right? So we've just been, you know, that kind of stuff. Then there's other stuff that are going, going other stuff going on in my life that's trying to distract me. Today I woke up as well, went down after all this happened upstairs with the fire and the <laughs> me being fiery, the shower, the palms up. I come downstairs, Ethan says there's something wrong with the bunny. 
You know, if you've followed me for a little while and you follow me over on Instagram, you know that little farmer boy, my 11-year-old Ethan, got a bunny last month for his birthday. Go downstairs. He says, there's something wrong with the bunny. I can't make this stuff up. The bunny is dying. We brought the bunny to the vet today. She said she doesn't think the bunny's going to make it. <sighs> like, what? This, this on top of everything, you know? I mean... It just felt it just felt like gosh one thing after another and and I just I was like all right we're going to handle this. Well, I won't say I won't lie. At first I did not say we're going to handle this. I texted Steve and I said, "Can you take the bunny to the vet cuz I can't handle this?" <laughs> That's actually what I said. I just felt like in that moment I just couldn't handle one more thing. Um so he did. He took uh, Ethan and the bunny to the vet and we were told that the vet doesn't think the bunny's going to make it. But this is beside the point. It just, you know, when you get in that place where you're just like bombarded, right? One thing after another. And you're like, Lord, why am I trying to do this myself? We were not meant to do any of this ourselves. Our lives are not meant to be about us. We go and we pray for what we want. And we, you know, we add all these things into our list. You know how I want to live now? I want to subtract everything. And let God add in just what I need. Because I don't know what I need. I think I do, but I don't. He knows what I need. And so I've just been thinking about this like nonstop this week. And just the things that I'm spending my time with the Lord and the thoughts I'm having and the times of prayer. It's just, it's it's like I, I'm just having kind of this new awakening. I mean, things I've always known, right? We live with God at the center. It's what I revolve my ministry around, right? But I've seen lately how much, even though I know the truth, I teach the truth, I fall into that trap. I want, I'm going to stop praying for what I want and let God show me what I need. And that doesn't mean, I mean, of course, we are to go to God in prayer. We are to go to God and ask, you know, for our our desires, but I really believe that our main desire is really just to be in his will. Nothing more. Because ultimately, when we are in his will, we will have everything we need. We have it backwards. We go to God. We make our plans. We try to figure everything out. And then we ask God at the end of the day, Lord, please bless these plans that I've made. Lord, please do this thing. Lord, I need this. Lord, I want this. How often do we just say, thy will be done? I was thinking about the Lord's prayer this week. It says in there, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Give us this day our daily bread. It doesn't say give me my A, B, C, D, E, F, G. It says give me this day my daily bread. Jesus is our daily bread. He knows what we need. And so when we operate out of a um the, the spirit and not of the flesh. Every single decision we make, 
Every single action we take, the way we treat our family, the way we treat our spouse, the way we treat our children, the way we treat strangers, how we decide to homeschool, curriculum that we choose, whether we choose to homeschool, how we interact with others, job choices, college choices, every single choice, what you watch on TV, how, the, how you spend your time on the internet, all of these choices, these all come from you operating out of a place of the Spirit. We don't need to pray for all the things we want when we're operating out of the Spirit because the Spirit is the one guiding us already and knows what we want. See, we operate out of the flesh so often. But when we have God at the center and we've stripped everything away that we think we need and we let Him show us what we need and when we operate that way, We treat our family differently. We approach our day differently. Like this morning, I saw it. I felt it. It was tangible in that moment. I went from lying in bed, overwhelmed, wanting to cry, terrified of a few different things going on and what the outcome is going to be. And there's just too much. I literally, literally was going to text Steve. He was just over on the other side of the room. No joke. (laughs) Working. But he had his beats on. You know what beats are? Your headphones. He hears nothing when those are on. They're like noise canceling. So I knew the only way to get his attention in that moment would be to text him from the bed. Um, And he's over there working on the book. And I'm getting out of bed and I'm in my Bible and all that. And I'm ready to text him and say, I can't get out of bed. I'm just so overwhelmed. And you know what? I'm not proud to admit that. But I feel like I have to admit that so someone else out there hears that and is like, oh, Karen feels that way too? Yes. But I didn't stay in that bed. Here's the thing I want you to hear. So I didn't end up texting him. I ended up going to God, my Bible, and saying, Lord, I don't want to be this overwhelmed. All of these things right now seem really big. And I, I, like I said, it was tangible. I felt it. Within minutes, my spirit shifted. I got out of bed, prayed those prayers with my palms up, tackled the list. So how we approach everything we do starts with our heart being right with God. Because I know for me, more so in the past, but it creeps up every now and again, just like today. I say I trust God, but I really hold on to my outcome that I want about things. Like I say I trust Him. I love the Lord. I love His Word. But do we really believe Him? Do we really believe him? Because if we did, we wouldn't be trying to control every aspect of our life and worried about the future. If I really believe him, why am I living this way? And just this week, I'm like, yeah, life is short. So many things have happened lately that I'm just like, you know what? Life is short. I don't want to waste it on junk. I don't want to waste it on Chasing after what I want when all along God is standing there wanting to give me what he wants. See, what I think happens for many of us, I know for myself included, I want what I want until I'm a, I mean, I want what God wants 
until I'm afraid that maybe the outcome isn't going to be something that feels good. Maybe the outcome isn't going to be comfortable. What if God's will for my life means I'm going to suffer? Guess what? You bet God's will for your life means you're going to suffer. It just does because the Bible promises that we will have suffering. Nobody wants it. Nobody asks for it. Nobody is, I was going to say joyful when they have suffering, but then I just heard the verse in my head, James, right? Consider it all joy when you face trials. So, (laughs) you know, God promises us that trials will, you know, will produce perseverance in us. So I often want what God wants until it's not what I want, right? I want to encourage you today to operate out of that spirit, out of the Holy Spirit, out of His Spirit. Operate from a place of surrender where you truly, truly don't just say you believe it, but you really believe it. Oh, the mountains we could move if we all just lived this way. Like if we all really just trusted God, believed him and did what he said and stopped questioning it all the time, stopped trying to figure out other stuff, stopped trying to figure out tomorrow. God is already there. There's nothing to figure out. God is there. He will show you what you need when you get there. Could you imagine the mountains we would move in our culture, in our lives, our lives, in our world if we could really, really trust God, believe him, and take one step forward. I think our lives would be so completely different if we stopped complicating it with our own agenda. I'm reading uh, The Hiding Place by Corey Tenboom with my sons. I think this has a lot to do with my mindset lately as well. If you don't know the story, Corey Ten Boom uh, in World War II, her and her family in Holland hid um, uh, Jews in their home, ended up being uh, sent away uh, to the camps. Um, the wisdom in this book is beyond. And like, you know, I'm reading it to these teenage boys. And you know what? They need to hear this stuff because our culture is way too comfortable. Our culture is way too self-focused. Um we have we don't know adversity like this like i'm reading in this book and we haven't even gotten to the really difficult parts yet because they're going to suffer um immensely in those camps i know because i've read ahead but i'm reading it with them but i stop and i look at them and i'm like is this sound like a fiction book or what you know we don't know what it's like to not have access to food to be hidden to not have any freedoms like it's just beyond right And the wisdom and encouragement and inspiration from the book is Corey Ten Boom and her family's incredible Christian faith. They're living it. They know God's word. It talks, I love it. It talks about how, you know, their father, these are grown women now still living with their father, reads the Bible every single day as a family it's a part of their morning it's a part of their evening their bible and their prayers they knew god's word so that's the first step you can't live a life of surrender you can't live a life from the spirit if you don't know where you're operating from god's word is the truth it's alive and active and living and transforming and powerful We need to know what it says. 
(laughs) Otherwise, we're operating out of our flesh. So the first step is to know it, read it, be in it, study it, dig in, do whatever you can, right? Because then when Corey Tenboom and her sister are placed in the camps and when they have to go through unthinkable tragedies, they have God's word hidden in their heart. It's what gets them through. It's what gets Corey Tenboom through. And so we're reading this book and sometimes there'll just be like a, a line in the book. Did that ever happen to you when you read a book where you just like you're out of breath? You just hit a word or not even a word, a phrase or a line and you're like, whoa and so I've had several of those moments this week and it's always about you know God's will and the and the family this family's incredible faith incredible testimony to lives that are truly living out from a place of surrender from a place of only wanting to be in God's will huge theme of the book only wanting to be in God's will no matter where that takes you because quite frankly in this book it leads to concentration camps it leads to even death right and these these amazing souls are okay that they are in God's will no matter where it takes them so I I just, I think that has a lot to do with, you know, like I said, this kind of um, pondering, I'll call it lately, of this topic. And so I wanted to talk about this on the podcast today just to really, to, you know, I want to hear from you guys. What do you think? Does that encourage you? Do, Do you understand? Like, do you see what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm saying? Do you do that too, where, where you kind of, kind of want what you want and then ask God to give, you know, to bless you? Or do you just live like, you know, I don't know what tomorrow brings. Oh, what freedom. I want, I want to live this way. I want to say, I don't know what tomorrow brings. But I know God. I don't know what tonight brings. But God's already there. I don't know what 20 years from now brings. You know, Steve is so good at this. I'm always the one that asks like, what if, what if, you know, what if this happens? I, I can just play every scenario in my mind out. And he's like, well, we'll deal with that when we get there. Oh, he's so wise. And sometimes I get mad. I'm like, why can't you worry like me? <laughs> and he's just like, because I don't. You know, he operates out of that place of the spirit. And so I want, that's what I want. Do you want that? Do you crave that? Do you desire that? That I want to crave God more and more every day. That I am not afraid of tomorrow. I am not afraid of next year. I am not afraid of anything because I believe God I trust him and I do what he says I want his will no matter where it takes me see that's the hard part the second half of that sentence we all say we want God's will but then can we say no matter where it takes me and so that's my prayer for all of us that we could truly believe God trust him with all of our heart and our soul and our mind and our strength that we can put our palms up give everything over to him 
and live with excitement because we are living with God in control of our lives. Like that's where I get fired up. I'm like, yes, I don't have to worry. I don't have to overthink things. I don't have to overanalyze everything. I'm free to tell others about God, to praise the Lord, to to get in my word, to know him more, because I don't have to do all those other things that I think I have to do, like try to control my life, right? Control everything. We give up so much that weighs us down when we surrender. There's so much freedom in actually not being in control of your life because we're not giving our life over to somebody that we say, ooh, are they going to do a good job? We're talking about God, <laughs> the one who created the universe, the one who created you, who can't do anything that isn't for your good. Oh my goodness, if we could all just live that way. So I'm having an, an event in February. I, I think I talked about it at the top of the episode. I don't remember now if I did. But if I did, I'm having an event in February. Um, and that is the Simply Living for Him Women's Event in Chester, New Jersey at Grace Bible Chapel. That is my home church. I'd love for you to come visit me at my home church. And um, this is going to be the theme of the event. Moving mountains, women in the word. I want to get women in the word. And I want to encourage you guys. Listen to God. Believe him. Don't just say it. Know him. The first part of that is knowing his word, then really believing it, and then walking in it. And so I'm excited about that. This will kind of be a lot of the stuff I'm talking about at that um, event. And so it's going to be awesome. I encourage you to... uh, to register. We're going to have registration open soon. It's going to be just a $10 donation. You don't even have to pay, but that's a suggested donation because lunch will be provided. And this is all being put on by the women's ministry at my church, Grace Bible Chapel in Chester, New Jersey. More information will be coming very soon. Also, the Simply Living for Him devotional, I am so excited, will be out very soon. Lord willing, we want to have it out around the new year so that, you know, we know that Who doesn't want to start a new devotional, right, at the beginning of the year? But I trust God that it will come out in his timing um, and that he will put it in the hands of those who need it. This is a devotional that is 100 devotionals to help you lessen the distractions in your life and to hear God's voice above all the noise of this world. My main goal is to get women in the word to read his word first. There's a verse or a passage, sometimes a little longer than one verse, maybe a few, um, for each of the hundred devotions. The passage is there on the page first with some places for you to take notes um, and to write out prayers. And then you turn the page and then you read what I have to say because God should always, always, always come first. I know when I've read devotionals in the past, sometimes I quick read the verse at the top and then I can't wait to see what the person has to say. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I read a lot of really wise and encouraging devotionals out there. But, um, you know, I really want women to spend time with God. That's my main my main goal. And so we're, we're doing a little something different with this format. So it's going to be a big book, 100 devotions, but there's like four pages per devotion. So it's like a 400-page devotional. Um, so we're excited. We're really excited to put that out. So if you could pray for me, pray for um, all of the things that are trying 
to stop me from publishing this. No way, no how. I've got on my armor of God. I am not going to lay in that bed and fret and worry. I am going to um, listen to God and do what he says. And that devotional will be coming out soon. And I uh, I hope that you would be blessed by it. So that'll be out, um, like I said, by the new year. Also, I still have appointments available for any homeschoolers out there, homeschooling moms for the homeschool consulting and mentorship program. Again, this has been a huge blessing for me this year to be able to walk alongside other homeschooling moms. I don't provide counseling. This is um, a time for me to answer homeschool questions. Usually, mostly what I do is alleviate fears. <laughs> so many of the moms out there feel like they're not doing enough or they're failing or all that kind of stuff. And so I'm there to pray with you, to offer advice and um, you know wisdom from what I have learned along the way, um, just to be a listening ear and to guide you in all of your homeschooling needs and uh, questions and things like that. So I have had amazing clients. I absolutely adore every one of my clients. They have blessed me. I absolutely love spending time. These appointments all take place either on the phone or on FaceTime. It's like having a cup of coffee with me. I just sit and I hang out and I get to FaceTime with my clients. It's it's an amazing thing. So I know the new year is coming and that's a time where a lot of us, especially in January, start to feel those January doldrums and start to feel... Um, kind of down in our homeschool uh, at that time. You know, it's the middle of the year. We get in that kind of winter doldrums funk. So I would love if you need somebody to kind of help you get out of that funk. I am um, here with the homeschool consulting. You can find all the information at simplylivingforhim.com. So I'm so grateful that you tuned in and you listened to this episode. I want to hear from you. I want to hear what you have to say. If you feel the same way, if this has encouraged you, as always, if the podcast blesses you, please rate and review it wherever you're listening and comment. Comment on the Facebook page, on the blog, wherever you are listening um, or finding me out there in internet land. I would love to hear from you. So thank you again for listening. Until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy.